Najib Razak made himself Minister of Finance, one MDB chairman and advisor emeritus of SRC International. And today, we heard how, as head of the Cabinet of Malaysia, he used his powers to obtain a government guarantee to push for KWAP's 4 billion ringgit loan to SRC. The prosecution's 40th witness said that Najib had chaired some of the Cabinet meetings to discuss SRC's loan request, despite his advisory role in SRC, which could be seen as a conflict of interest. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib, who was dressed in a sharp black pinstripe suit with a purple tie, arrived at court to no fanfare today. But he did have a special guest his wife, Rosma Mansour, in an all-red ensemble. Since her husband's defeat in the 14th general election and facing criminal charges of her own, Rosma has rarely appeared in public. This was also the first time she attended her husband's SRC trial proceedings. Her visit, however, was brief. As she was getting comfortable in the public gallery, Prosecutor V. Sitambaram informed Judge Mohammad Nazlan Mohammad Ghazali of her attendance, saying she should not be in court as she may be called in as a witness. Upon hearing this, Rosma left of her own accord. Najib was already seated in the dock in the midst of Ismi Ismail's testimony. The former SRC chairman was back on the stand for the seventh consecutive trial day. This morning, he was cross-examined by Najib's lead counsel, Shafi Abdullah, who told the judge he hoped not to take too long. He began by asking how familiar Ismi was with the former prime minister and their relationship. Let's hear from Ravin. If you remember, Ismi said he had never personally met Najib during his time as SRC chairman. That is three years without meeting his boss. But today, we found out that he knew Najib but in a professional capacity rather than personal, especially in Tabong Haji and most recently as chairman of Media Prima. When he wanted to meet with Najib, Ismi said he would go through the proper channels. They would usually meet at the Prime Minister's office or parliament. On one or two occasions, they met at Najib's private residence in Taman Langkat Duta. During these meetings, he was either alone or accompanied by a minister or Tabong Haji chairman. Ismi has never personally texted Najib, but he could have and thinks he may have his number. Then, Shafi asked if he found Najib approachable. Ismi said he didn't find the former prime minister, quote, unquote, not non-approachable. In the dock, Najib was in his signature slouch but he looked straight, as if paying close attention to the testimony. Shafi then moved on to the day-to-day management of SRC. Ismi said that the CEO was also a board member, thus he is able to brief the board. He also agreed that Nick Faisal's honesty was imperative for the company to function, and during his time as chairman, he had no issue trusting him. But in hindsight, he said he would not have been associated with the company at all had he known Nick Faisal's character. When Shafi asked why, Ismi retorted, Why should I? 
In one of the more light-hearted moments in proceedings, Ismi told Shafi that he is on a no-fly list and two of his bank accounts have been frozen. The lawyer joked that he is also on a no-fly list, saying they were in good company. Najib, who is facing criminal charges, is also not allowed to travel out of the country. Najib could be seen laughing out loud at his lawyer's remark, as did the rest of the court. More than two hours later, Shafi ended his cross-examination. Court then took a ten-minute breather and Najib quickly exited the courtroom. He went to sit at the benches outside and chatted with his aides and lawyers. When court resumed, it was Prosecutor Sitambaram's turn to re-examine the witness. He went over some of the answers Ismi had given the defence over the past seven days. Sitam also asked if fugitive businessman Joe Lowe held any position. Ismi said he didn't know. For some reason, Sitam kept referring to Joe Lowe as J. Lowe, as in Jennifer Lopez, the American celebrity. Shafi corrected him, prompting laughter to erupt in the courtroom. Even the usually stoic Judge Naslan smiled, amused. After a few more questions, Ismi, who had been on the stand for a whole week, was excused for good. The next witness, the prosecution's 40th, was Mazida Abdul Majid. She wore a coat that appeared far too big for her and a bright pink headscarf. Prosecutor Mohammad Izad Fauzan kicked off her questioning. Mazina spoke softly and at times appeared to be slurring, making it difficult to follow what she was saying. She read from a prepared statement that she said was written with MACC's help. Ray will tell us more. Mazida was a Deputy Cabinet Secretary. Her job was to ensure all procedures and protocols are met during Cabinet meetings. Her testimony today was focused on the minutes of five Cabinet meetings. The first two were in 2012 and 2011, both chaired by Najib, and discussed SRC's government guarantee for the two 2 billion ringgit loans from KWAP. SRC had received one loan in August 2011 and another in March 2012. The minutes also noted that SRC was to be given stamp duty and tax exemptions. Three more cabinet meetings were held on May 16, 2012 and on November 6 and 15, 2015. The purpose of the May 2012 meeting was to amend the reason for the SRC loan. This meeting was chaired by then Deputy Prime Minister Muhyiddin Yassin. On November 6, 2015, the cabinet met again, this time chaired by Najib. Its purpose was to seek a 100 million ringgit loan from the government to pay off interest and late payment penalties owed to KWAP. The cabinet had approved this loan. Then on November 15 that year, another cabinet meeting chaired by the newly appointed Deputy Prime Minister Ahmad Zahid Hamidi. By that time, Muhyiddin had been dropped from his post after he publicly criticised Najib's handling of 1MDB. This meeting was to seek the Cabinet's approval for the November 6th meeting. The prosecution then handed over to the defence. 
Shafi began by asking Mazida about Minister's Code of Ethics. The witness had earlier testified that it was normal practice for cabinet ministers to leave the meeting if they had vested interest in the matter being tabled. She said that in such cases, the ministers usually leave the meeting on their own volition, without being asked. She added that the chief secretary could also advise the ministers if there was a conflict of interest. The lawyer asked Mazida if Najib's appointment as SRC's advisor emeritus by virtue of him being prime minister was a conflict of interest. The witness replied that it was her duty to report any conflict of interest to the Attorney General, but because she was not aware of this appointment, she did not make any report. She also said that she was not aware of any vested interest on Najib's part with regards to the KWAP loan to SRC as well as the 100 million ringgit short-term loan approved by the cabinet. Shafi then said that he needed to study the code of ethics before continuing this line of questioning and asked for proceedings to be continued tomorrow. Judge Naslan called for adjournment and the trial will resume tomorrow at 9am. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supermaniam, Yapik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam. I'm Patrick Teo.